0: everyone julian here Uh, first uh before anything i want to give you the wonderful listeners a heartfelt apology our recording schedule has not been as regular as i would like it to be uh the reason for the most recent break has been that i've been dreadfully ill uh for the last couple weeks and just could not record and we've had other things um angela was ill and and just some scheduling errors and stuff like or scheduling problems and things like that so we are hoping to get Nerds Without Pants back on track with a regular recording schedule very soon. To not leave you hanging, I wanted to release something this week. We will have a regular episode coming out um, next week, but I wanted something in the interim. And I thought a really great special would be to uh, get on with my uh, best friend Shanna... ...and talk about the closing days of Final Fantasy XI. They just closed the console servers March 31st... ...and that pretty much bars us from playing the game. I own it on PC, but she doesn't, and and so many of our friends have left anyway... ...that it felt like the right time to say goodbye to Final Fantasy XI once and for all. Now, we tried twice to record a nice uh, episode together... ...but the internet gods were not in our favor... And we just had terrible connection problems. We had the same thing, actually, when we were playing Final Fantasy XI the last week. Uh, so unfortunately, we only ended up with about 20 minutes of usable material uh, from our discussion. But I didn't want to just, like, leave it. I wanted to do something. This is a really important subject to me. And I thought the the little bit of conversation that we did have uh, was really good. So uh, what I'm going to do is we're going to cut into that. And go through that, like I said, it's around 20 minutes or so, and then I'm going to come back and just kind of give some closing thoughts about my time with Final Fantasy XI. So, here we go. Enjoy. This week on a special edition of Nerds Without Pants, we pack up the mog house and say goodbye. Hello and welcome to Nerds Without Pants. I am Julian and I'm not joined as always by Patrick and Angelo. I am, however, joined by my best friend who I've talked about on the show before, who's been on the show before in point of fact, uh, way back in January of 2013, uh, the special love in the MMORPG. Uh, that would be my good friend Shanna. Hi. Hello. So, yeah, and we're not going to rehash too much of what we talked about on that special. I I do encourage people to check it out if you want to get the nitty gritty on how we started playing not just Final Fantasy XI, but MMOs in particular and why we stick with them and all of that good stuff. But the reason that we're doing this special is because uh, as of March 31st, 2016, the console servers for Final Fantasy XI uh, shut down. As I've mentioned many times, I started playing Final Fantasy XI back on the day of the PS2 launch. I actually had pre-ordered it, got it, took days off, took like vacation days to to really get some good time with it that first week. Uh, and have played on and off ever since. Shanna, I got you into the game uh, about 10 years ago. and Wow,
1: has it been that long?
0: Yeah, it's been about 10 <laughs> years. Uh, yeah, almost exactly. Uh, or actually, yeah, exactly. You know, I'd, I'd say I think it was probably this month actually. Like March would have been like the 10 year anniversary if memory serves. Wow. Yeah, and you know that I've talked about it before, but you know, you were a complete noob, and it was fun to to start you out from square one. And and you know, Final Fantasy XI was notoriously bad for not teaching people how to play that game so i literally you know taught you okay you know here's how you trade here's how you talk to npcs here's how you equip your items you know all that good stuff which is
1: funny because now they practically hold your hand
0: <laughs> they do um i hopefully people have already had a chance to check out the special uh feature that i wrote on pixel bit uh, if not i highly encourage you to go check that out but yeah um it's interesting because Final Fantasy XI was like notoriously brutal, especially those first few years where they just didn't care. Like they, were, you know, they were just you just created a character, picked your starting uh, country, and they were like, "Okay, go." And you were like, "Okay, think, well, what do I do?"
1: <laughs> I think the first time when the nation I picked was Windurst, and, and the first time I was there, I think I spent four hours. Just wandering around, not even realizing I could walk out a front gate to Saruta or anything. It was horrible. I'm directionally challenged too, so it was even ten times worse than that.
0: Oh, we'll get to that <laughs> later. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, th- I think my first. Well, I mentioned it last time, but like my first time playing, um, I've been talking to people on a on a PC forum that you know the people that are been playing the PC version, which came out about six months before the PS2 version in America. And so I already knew people on the game. And I was looking for them, thinking that, you know, oh, you know, you know, you know these people, right? Because it's a really small community, not realizing that there were literally thousands upon thousands of people on any given server. Um, and I spent like, you know, a good, good amount of time in, in Sandoria just trying to look for specific people. And and finally finding someone. Um, I just kept like, I think, searching by name. And I finally found someone that I knew. I was like, oh, there we go. That's the person that I need to talk to. But uh <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Final Fantasy XI was was so... I mean, it was really revolutionary in a lot of ways. Uh, you know, being... Not necessarily... The, it wasn't the first console MMO. That was actually EverQuest uh, Online Adventures, which came out just a little bit before Final Fantasy XI. But that was more of like this weird shoehorning of an existing PC game onto the PlayStation 2 where Final Fantasy Eleven it it began as a PS two game. That that's how it started development. The PC version came out first, but that's only because it was easier to produce. But the PS two version was actually what that game was supposed to be. So it's really surreal to to think of um, the console version shutting down. But you know what I also realized, um, I was reading an article recently, Shanna. Final Fantasy Eleven shutting down also marked the the true end of of the PlayStation 2, because that was the very last game that you could still play online on the PlayStation 2. So it was really it was literally the end of a generation.
1: Oh, really? OK.
0: Yeah. So, you know, definitely the the end of an era. It, w- it was interesting because, you know, going back to like how how tough the game was to start, you know, they've made huge, huge changes to it in like the last, what, like maybe two, three years, would you say? Or has it been longer?
1: Mm, I'd have to say at least the past four
0: Okay, yeah, I mean, I, I've I've been so in and out of it. You know, I've, I've come back, you know, for little spurts and then and then gone away and then tried to make a really good push of it. But um, yeah, I mean, and I mentioned this in in the in the feature that I wrote, but uh, they might have gone a little too far in making Final Fantasy accessible. <laughs> like the- I don't, I don't know
1: about that. A lot of it was. Um, I can understand the why people were upset when so many things changed because you know you put a lot of time into finishing some of those storylines like Chains of Primathea or the Rides of Xylart or anything at the end of it. You could practically sell of that stuff and, and giving them, giving us the trust NPCs and was right. really helpful because, you know, the population was dying and.
0: Well, yeah. And, and those trust NPCs are literally like computer controlled party members that can fill out your party and, and are pretty darn strong. And you know, pretty much eliminates that. Well, I mean, it had been that way for a while already. I mean, I think when the Abyssia expansion came out, that w- that kind of marked the the death of the traditional party in Final Fantasy XI, um, where, yeah. you know, you basically just had like big groups of people just going into this area and power leveling, but not really having to worry about pulling enemies or tanking or timing their abilities and stuff like that, because it was just or kind of learning a your job. Yeah, yeah, but people started leveling so <laughs> quickly. It was so the quickly. death of
1: learning how to play your job.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you have so many people who started just like leveling everything to 75 and then later on to 99 and you know, not only just to do it, not really to, to actually master the job or anything like that.
1: You could enter those zones at level 30 getting to get into a party. I heard of people um, paying people for with gil the currency for and staying in a party for like two days and all and and they leave get up and leave their console and they'd be level 99 by the time they got back
0: right well (laughs) it's
1: ridiculous
0: you 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 were helping me get get my dark knight to level 99 and and the area that we were in you said oh yeah i brought a friend out here who was like level 30 on his thief and then when we left he was level like 85 you know that was just that was just an afternoon and it's like damn (laughs) You know, I can I can understand a lot of why they did what they did. You know, you have this aging player base and they are starting to get bored. So it's like, hey, here's a really easy way to try out a new job. You know, if you, if you want to all of a sudden go from melee to a caster job, but you don't want to spend hundreds of hours getting it, you know, from level one to max level. You know, there's easier ways to do it now. You can kind of just do it by yourself. You don't have to worry about looking for a party. So I understand parts of it, but I kind of wish that they had found a way to get back to that traditional party and maybe just make it a little more flexible. Like maybe not necessarily have that need to have a tank, a healer, you know, a damage dealer and a puller, but maybe have it to where like, you just needed like a group of six and they can work together however they need to. And, and, but you need to be together. Cause that was always, I mean, it's strange for me to say, cause I'm so anti-social, but in final fantasy 11, like that was the thing that I loved about it was the social aspect. And, um, you know, really, like it was such a rough game that, that everybody kind of became really close knit because you had to cling together uh, in order to succeed. That's true. You know, you you and I have lots of really fond memories of, I mean, you know, Shan, I mean, you you have friends that you play with well played with every day on yeah. on Final Fantasy XI that, that uh, you know, you would Skype with or, or talk on the phone with. I mean, I, I know you still do, but, um, you know, the the stories of, of your exploits are kind of legendary at this point.
1: <laughs> um, I have to give XI credit because not being terribly social in real life, I, I guess it made XI give me a chance to be a little more outgoing with the people and dang One of my best friends lives in another country, and and a few others live across the United States, and I never would have met him if it wasn't for online gaming.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. I All right, and unfortunately, as I said, that's all that we have from Shanna. Um, but, you know, we we still talked. I mean, we had our connection issues, but we were still talking and everything. And one of the things that kept coming up was we kept going back to the feeling of how challenging Final Fantasy XI was, especially in the early days, and how that really fostered the community. And and we really did have to cling together. In order to progress, I mean, once you hit level ten, you had to get into parties because you, unless you wanted to go very, very slowly at a snail's pace, uh, you just weren't going to gain levels if you weren't working together. And most of the missions and quests really couldn't be done without a full group, or sometimes three full groups of people. So, you know that that was a really important thing, and I mean, it it, it is responsible for us both having very vivid memories of specific parties and specific party members even people that we only played with like once or twice um just because you know you get together and you level up with somebody for three four hours in a stretch and you joke around and you shoot the shit and stuff like that and it's just a lot of fun and and you get to know people that way and um you know she was talking about how uh she had mentioned to me that uh, in the in those last days, she was talking to one of her friends online, and um, they were saying how they had tried other MMOs, but nothing really was the same as Final Fantasy XI. To which she said, "Well, nothing's ever going to be like Final Fantasy XI again." And I've been thinking about that really hard, and she might be right. But some, I mean, I know that the MMO RPG has to change um, the the model that uh, World of Warcraft made popular. That's not really working anymore. Uh, and I don't think that there's going to be any big progress made in that space until one of two things happens. Either graphics get to such a, an amazing level that when you step into or when you log into a game, you actually feel like you're in a completely new world. Uh, or VR becomes like, you know, the juggernaut that people seem to think it will be. And we end up with like a headset... And just visiting this virtual world that that feels like a new space, which I guess is kind of connected, you know. But I'm thinking more like if you've ever seen the anime Dot Hack Sign, which I've mentioned on Nerds Without Pants a couple times, you know, where you know it's this very vivid landscape, and your characters emote in a very believable and realistic way. They don't feel like robotic avatars. Um, I think it's going to be something along those lines that brings a renaissance to the mmorpg but in the meantime uh and i mentioned this to shanna unfortunately that's when our when our connection started to get crappy but there's been some strides in video game design in like the last i don't know what like four or five years where there seems to be this push towards challenging games um you know games like dark souls and uh Demon Souls, even and roguelikes like Rogue Legacy and Spelunky, even uh, they seem almost like badges of honor for players that are able to get through them. And that made me really think like, you know, people are hungry for a challenge, people don't want their hands held all the time. And some of the modern MMOs may have gone too far in doing that. I mean, there's, it's one thing to, you know, you, you definitely want to have some sort of sense of progression and. You know, if you're on a quest, you want some sort of uh, tracking in-game of that so that you don't lose the plot if if you go away for a couple weeks. Uh, But, you know, you don't necessarily want a a big flashing arrow pointing you where you need to go and, you know, go talk to this dude. And I was also thinking of certain online games that have had a little bit of of a phenomenon uh, recently, like uh, DayZ and Rust. You know, these games where, while well, they may not be massively multiplayer, they are multiplayer. And they kind of just throw you into a world and say, OK, survive. And the the way that people end up surviving or screwing people over each other over um, or just having this own narrative is something that's very interesting to me. And I think that that could be a really cool thing if it was coupled with like a really Really tough MMORPG where, you know, it's, it's, it's a game that requires either guile to like maybe trick people into helping you or, you know, straight up like, like real dedicated teamwork in order to succeed. You know, if, if you have to worry about bands of, of other players that are like marauding together and you just want to experience, you know, the leveling system or, you know, the quest system and stuff like that. And you have to team up in order to not only succeed with your your uh, goals, but also help uh, each other out and avoid, you know, the, you know, maybe more unruly players on, on the server. I think that could be really interesting. You know, I don't really know what the future entails for, you know, the MMO as a whole. I do think that even with the console servers going offline, that Final Fantasy XI is still going to be doing quite well on the PC Uh, Square Enix has reported in the past that it is uh, the most successful, or the sorry, the most financially successful uh, Final Fantasy game of all time, you know, and it's been going hot, you know, nice and steady for 13 years now, so that's nothing to sniff at, and I think it could still go for a while, and, you know, it's hard to say if they're going to release another expansion, or what's going to happen there. I still have my fingers crossed for maybe a a PS... Uh, four or uh, Xbox One port, I feel like that wouldn't be a difficult thing to do. It doesn't necessarily have to look, you know, super spiffy. I mean, as long as it's just, like, a little sharper, you know, like what you would find on a high-end PC with, like, the settings turned all the way up. I think that would be fine for most people. Um, and, you know, there's still the opportunity for them to go free-to-play. Uh, it it bears mentioning that Final Fantasy XI is one of the only uh, paid subscription MMOs that isn't World of Warcraft that's still alive and kicking. So, you know, I think that that's not a small feat by any means, especially in this day and age. So, you know, there's there's that. And, I mean, Final Fantasy 14 is there, of course. Uh, Shanna has moved on to that, and, and she's playing that. But I think for both of us, it doesn't quite scratch that same itch as Final Fantasy 11 did. But, you know, now that she's on there, I might try to get on and, and play with her and, and maybe rekindle some of that magic that we had in Final Fantasy 11. But... You know, my life has changed a lot in the uh, 12 years that I've been playing this game, so it's hard to say. The thing that I can't stress enough is just how important the people that I met in that game were to me. Um, you know, there are, you meet hundreds of players in a game like that if you're playing it long enough, and you know, some of them come and go, and some of them are flashes in the pan. Uh, others you get to spend a lot of time with, and you you really grow a fondness for, and before I sign off, I really wanted to uh, mention some of the players, and this is it's a very small number of them. Uh, I couldn't possibly list everybody, and it's been a lot of years for, since I've talked to some of them, so I've probably forgotten a few people. But um, some of the ones that really stick out that, that really were there for me at the beginning and the, and the end um, Masupa, Thrunts, BubRub Rub, Lollipop, Josiah KF, Isabeau, Navarre, Yenri, Conweiss, Atalia, Your Mom's Fantasy, Ethicant, Fizzyfoo, Ania, ah, Annibal, Zakes, Rebrab, Imara, Dragon, and of course Yamika, my best friend in the virtual world and in real life. Um, those are people that struck a chord with me and, and that they made me laugh and they made me think and you know, they, they brought me out of my shell and you know, some of them I talk to outside of the game. Some of them I no longer talk to. But at the end of the day, you know, those those bonds are something that I'll never forget. And I said it in the piece over pixel bit, but, you know, that's a very strong, that's a very powerful thing. And I don't know if there'll ever be a game like Final Fantasy XI to do that to me. But I'm really glad that I had the chance to play it for as long as I did. You know, I do regret that I didn't play it as much as I could have, but I kind of always thought that it would be there. And unfortunately, it no longer is unless I want to get on the PC and be all by my lonesome. But that kind of defeats the purpose of a massively multiplayer game. So, yeah, that's going to do it for this shortened special edition of Nerds Without Pants. Thanks for listening. I know it's not the most exciting thing to hear me drone on by myself for a long period of time. I don't find that to be very fun, but hopefully you get something out of it. Um, If you haven't checked it out already, I do heartily recommend you, uh, or I do very much encourage you to go over to pixelbit.com and check out the feature that I wrote. It's called A Fond Farewell to Final Fantasy XI, and I'll have a link to it in the show notes, of course. Um, As far as the show itself, of course, you can find me on Twitter at Julian underscore Titus. You can find Angelo at A Roguish Ham, Patrick at Some Boss. And the podcast itself, at NWPCast. Um, and yeah, if uh, Shanna isn't on social media, but if you had any questions or comments for her, you can tweet them to me or put them in the comments at pixelbit.com. Or, you know, if you are one of the players that I mentioned, or you know some of the players that I mentioned, um, hit me up and we can reminisce a little bit. I think that's a that'd be a really cool thing. So, you know, if you were on Final Fantasy Eleven and you are on Ser- Serif Server which they later on got rolled into Bismarck server, um, let me know, especially if you run Serif server, because that was a, that was a rough time when, when we lost our home. So Yeah. That's going to do it for this episode. We will be back in a week with a regular episode. Uh, I think we're going to have uh, site director Nick on for that one, so that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, again, sorry for the delay in recording. You know, life happens sometimes, but we're gonna we're hoping for a very strong 2016. So hopefully, we get back on track. So as for myself, Patrick and Angela who aren't here, my best friend Shanna, and all of the players. Uh, the ones that I mentioned, the ones that I forgot, the ones that just helped me once or twice along the way. Thanks for listening and keep a pantsless, Internet. Goodbye.
2: in slumber